Welcome to the Strength Connection Podcast, a show to share stories, insights, and experiences in strength, physically, mentally, and spiritually. I'm Michael Krukowski, host of the Strength Connection, and I'm so grateful that you can join me today. So in these episodes, I connect with some of the most inspiring and successful individuals to chop it up and learn from true life experiences that have helped them become who they are, the strongest versions of themselves. One of the greatest ways I've always learned the most important lessons is through stories. We all have them, and they make us who we are. So let's dive in. Here we go. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Strength Connection Podcast. Thank you for joining me. I'm your host, Michael Krakowski, and it's me and you today. This is a solo episode. It's been a couple weeks since I jumped on solo here uh, with you. We've had some really interesting interviews that wanted to get out uh, a bit early from our backlog. So now I'm back with you. Um, Happy Memorial Day weekend. If you're listening to this uh, live when it's just released, hopefully it's a great time for you. And for this episode, I have three talking points that I wanted to dive in uh, to with you. One is from the recent episode I did with Adam Lucero, uh, his story and what he talked about on the podcast. There was one point uh, of his crazy story that really made an impact for me. It it made me think uh, deeply about quite a few things. And uh, it also brought up one of the uh, biggest transitions that I had in my life. And I wanted to share that with you. And then two other lessons of connection. One is if you're not sure, ask someone who is, and then leveraging your motivation. These were two that I spoke about briefly in the episode that I did at the end of 2022, which was the 42 biggest lessons I learned from this podcast. And I wanted to bring these back for really two reasons. One is when I did that episode, there was 42 different lessons. And to not have a five-hour podcast, I glossed over some of the ones a little bit quick. And I wanted to elaborate a little bit more on what these meant uh, to me and provide a little bit more insight. And second is, you know, often these lessons I've learned a lot more over the time that I first, you know, talked about them and I've seen them uh, impact me more in other areas of life from conversations that I've had of bringing them up with other people. So I wanted to share that, Um, you know, and these have been things that I've worked on, integrated, thought deeply on. And uh, yeah, so wanted to bring these in. So the first one with Adam, uh, Adam Lucero, his uh, company, the Superhuman CEO, and he works with uh, mostly solo entrepreneurs who are trying to get to that next level. You know, it's a business uh, demographic that I understand really well. But what fascinated me with Adam was his story and how he got to the mindset and just kind of where he is at the moment. And to uh, just highlight that story a little bit, if you didn't listen to the episode, um, back in 2016, Adam went to the movies and found himself getting stabbed with a kitchen knife from a a man who was paranoid schizophrenic. And it went seven inches into his shoulder, um, deep into his body. And he details what happened in the story very, 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 very detailed. Um, It was a crazy story. I was just kind of left almost just sitting back in my chair when he talked about it. He was seven days in a coma, came out of it. And one of the toughest recoveries that you can think of, couldn't speak, didn't know if that was coming back, if he was ever going to speak again. His body was all shut down, had to go through a very long, very arduous journey back into full recovery. And he talked about what that did to his mindset. But One point of it that he talked about, which I had to ask him more about it. And it was, it was interesting was when the doctors came in 
and they told him how he got stabbed, you know, seven inches in a millimeter one way or the other, and he would have been dead. And I asked him, I was like, that's gotta fuck with you a little bit. Right. And he kind of like, he, he kind of, you know, laughed and it kind of spoke a little bit, but really didn't go into details of, I could tell it was still probably um, something that's a bit challenging maybe in ways for him to talk about of thinking, I mean, what goes through your mind of realizing that you just went through this harrowing thing and you were literally a millimeter away of either direction of just being dead. That's got to mess with you. And that just, I mean, it made me think of a lot of different things, but I think you can go through two different thought patterns in that either that's a freak occurrence or that's destiny. You know, that's divine intervention right there. I'm a believer that there's reasons behind everything. You know, there's the reasons why we succeed. There's reasons why we go through struggles, go through challenges. Um, and the timing of that is everything. So, you know, I don't have proof why that happened to Adam, but what he's doing right now, I've got to know that there's a reason behind it and what he's, you know, how it's impacted his life and how he's impacting the world. And it made me think back to one of the biggest transitions that I made in my life. I've talked about this uh, numerous times in different groups, client groups that I've uh, that I've coached in and worked, but I don't think I've ever talked about it on the podcast. So I wanted to bring it up because this was really the biggest um, lesson that I learned how there's reasons for everything and timing is everything in this world. So it was March of 2017. And at this point, I was almost 10 years of in my career as a personal trainer, um, as a strength coach, but really I was managing a club. I had a team of like 10 people that worked for me at this spot. And this was a kind of very textbook uh, growth trend uh, period that you see from a lot of people. I went from, you know, just, just getting in the door to, you know, personal trainer, to building a book, to managing a club, seeing growth, so on and so forth, hit the million dollar mark, all those good things uh, that we do. So everything on paper is like, yeah, this was what I found was going to be my life. You know, I had uh, ideas and dreams of partnership and ownership at the spot that I was at, but it's slowly over the past couple of years before this mark, when it started to really dwindle. Um, my stress level was at the most insane high. Um, it was a very toxic, very abusive situation that I was in personally. It was a uh, and in many ways, I was, I mean, I blame myself for a lot of things. I was in that mode of just like hard work pays off. Just put your head down. doesn't matter how you feel about these things. Like you've gone this far, you've put this much energy and work in, you might like keep going, like you'll get out of it. And it came to this point in March uh, at this uh, 2017, when it was the first time I was really thinking in my head, like, I don't know if this is where I'm supposed to be. And I was kind of at a sensible, it was a loss. Like it was a moment of complete, you know, loss where I was like, I thought for years beforehand, like, this is what I'm doing. This is where I'm, you know, planting my flag. And this is where my foundation is. This is where I'm going to raise a family, like so on and so forth. Now to have these feelings like, oh my God, like, what am I going to do? And am I supposed to stay here? Do I need to do something else? Like that was a tough thing for me, but kind of in my tendency in that fashion at that moment for a week there, I was like, I just put it off. But then there was a Saturday in March of 2017 when things just blew up. I had a terrible week. I didn't sleep. And I would usually go in early 
to the gym before it opened on Saturday. It was kind of my one time to really get a good workout in because I just worked for a couple hours afterwards on Saturday and then, you know, could go home and get a little bit of a reprieve before the craziness of Sunday night into Monday and the whole cycle started again. So usually it was a good kind of workout for me this morning. Like everything felt off, like everything felt bad. And as I said, I was at a loss and I was taking a shower and I was just about to get going and tears were just welling up in my eyes. And I was like, I don't know what to do. So at that moment I knelt down and I prayed and I was like, what do like, what do I need to do? Like, I need a sign of what I need to do. And you've probably been there before. It's like, I don't need a subtle sign. I don't need some like look within sign. Like I was pissed. I was, I'm like, I need like a real sign of what I want to do. Do I need to stay? Do I need to leave? Like, just give me the sign. And I left that, put my clothes on, started going to work and went about my day. No joke. Like two or three hours later, I got a message from Facebook from a gentleman named Chris and he was from Santa Monica. And he said, Hey, I found you from uh, this website. We were, uh, you know, kettlebell instructors on the same site uh, through Strong First. And he said, I'm moving actually to your area and I'm opening up a small kettlebell studio. And I'd love to just chat with you about the area if you think it's a good idea and just kind of love to pick your brain. Would you be open to having a conversation? And one thing I left out of the story is this was always something that I wanted to do and build is like, could I build a specific studio, you know, just for kettlebell training, something that I really love to do. And now all of a sudden I get a message from a guy who's moving to the exact area that I want to go into and build the space and build a studio. So I started cracking up and I was like, that's, that's an interesting sign. I called my girlfriend at the time. I'm like, baby, you'll have no idea what just happened. And she's like, well, give him a call, <laughs> like, see what's up. And we chatted. It was amazing. We like chatted for like 45 minutes to an hour. And, you know, as many things do, like it was still took some time for me to, to move off. Like I had some false promises that were given to me. So I was like, all right, I'm going to stick it out for a bit. Later that year in December, going into January of 2018, I knew I was leaving. I, you know, remembered that this guy was opening this space close to me. So I decided to go up, asked if he wanted to help. And then that was the next you know, years of my life where I built an amazing business, uh, you know, with Chris and the team over there. And it was absolutely incredible. So timing is everything. It's so ridiculous how crazy it is where you just, you do the things, you focus on the good things, and there's reasons behind everything that you go through, the good things and the bad. And this was one of those that just implanted in my brain of like, yeah, whatever's happening, like it's happening for a reason, like control what you can control and let go of what you can't control. And that was one of those things that I've told that story numerous times and I'll never get tired of, uh, of telling it because it's, you know, one of those big factors. So, all right. So moving on. So first lesson I wanted to go into here, just to shift courses here is if you're not sure, ask someone who is. So I heard this from Shane Farmer when I had him on the podcast. Shane is a, he's the CEO and founder of Dark Horse Rowing, um, the uh, rowing company. And Shane's story is a collegiate uh, champion, a rower, went into one of the pioneers of uh, getting erging and rowing in CrossFit, uh, was on a the CrossFit Games as a team athlete for a bit, and then transitioned into his own company of Dark Horse. And when I had him on the podcast, he just told me the whole story behind who he was, how he, you know, came up to this. And there was one point at the end of our conversation, we talked for about an hour and a half. And 
he said he got to a point where in most of his life, he just never felt like he was good at anything. Everything was just very mediocre, just medium and average. Nothing was bad, like wasn't a bad childhood, wasn't great. Like it was just kind of in that middle zone. And I can relate because I've, you know, kind of been there in similar situations, you know, myself where everything just kind of is humming along. It's not really high, high, you know, peaks, but it's not low valleys. It's kind of in that middle, which is kind of can be a really tough place to be. And he said, he's like, but at a point, like I had no idea what I wanted to do. So I just started reaching out to people that I knew or friends that I've, uh, friends of friends that I knew or friends of my parents. And I would just cold call them up and be like, Hey, I just like to know what it is you do. Can I buy you a cup of coffee? And he just brought people out and he just asked them about what they did in finance and business and whatever trade they were in. Like he didn't know what he wanted to do or what the best course that he would take, but he figured, let me just ask people who are doing what they're doing and see if something pops up. And it's a little bit of a lost art in how we do things now. And I wanted to highlight that because, you know, as people, we naturally want to help others and we naturally like to talk about what we know. Like, I love talking about health and fitness and mindset, podcasting, conversations. Like, I'll talk to so many people about it. And when somebody's curious about that and want to know more about it, most people, even the super successful, actually, oftentimes the super successful, the really busy people, like, they make time to want to help and mentor other people and give them some insights into what they had. It's a, I think it's a, it's a human trait that we have. It's one of the laws of human nature that we like to talk about the things that we're doing. And if we can provide some insight into other people, I think that's great. Honestly, that's why I started this podcast. You know, I just ask people to, if they would, if they'll talk to me, <laughs> like, honestly, most people I've started on this podcast, I'm like, Hey, you seem really interesting. I'd like to know more about you. And then we have a conversation and that's how things roll because I'm a curious person. And so the moral of the story and what I learned from Shane, and it's one of the biggest things that I've learned and one of the biggest changes that I made in my life is get over the fear of asking a question. You know, I'll ask any question, you know, out there. I don't care if I think it's stupid or not. Like I love asking questions because I think there's, there was a study actually out there of like in classrooms where when someone kind of uh, sheepishly raises their hand and they ask a question they find that like 80% of the people in the class also had the same question. They just were too scared to, you know, put their hand up and ask it. It's like, there's no stupid questions. Um, So I think that's, it's just an important just trait to have, regardless of whether you're at the beginning of a journey or whether you're really even an expert. I think when you get to an expert and master level of what you're doing, I think, you know, like you love asking questions because you want to learn more about it. You're, you know, kind of finding the secrets in the practice and in the art that you're doing. So appreciate Shane for, for bringing that up. And that's, you know, no, you know, I, or this, I totally understand why he's got the success that he has because he does things like that. And, and then the second uh, connection I wanted to go over is leveraging your motivation. And this was a topic of conversation that I had with Dr. Lisa Lewis, when she came on the podcast, Dr. Lisa Lewis is still one of my favorite people to dive into uh, any type of health and fitness conversations with, because she really goes so much into the the psychology and the psych skills of what she does. Her program, Psych Skills for Fit Pros, is unbelievable and phenomenal. And I think it's one of the things that is makes the biggest impact for coaches is the communication, the psychological side. And she drops some 
nuggets in the couple of times I've talked to her on the podcast. But this was one that I wanted to highlight more is there's no such thing as a bad motivator, as she said. It's like sometimes we demonize certain things of, you know, what the motivation is. Like, oh, I just, I want to, I want to lose weight because I don't feel comfortable in my skin. I want to look more attractive because I'm single again. You know, it's like, if that's the motivator, a lot of people can be like, oh, you want to do it for long-term strategy and solutions. It's like, no, if like, if that's the motivator that's driving you, that's a great freaking motivator. Like use that as leverage. It's like all motivation is, is we're amped up for, we want to do something about the situation that we're in. And the other part of that is I think negative motivators, they do still get a little bit of a bad rep. You know, like running away from something that you don't want. I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing. Um, you know, oftentimes it's always about like the goals that we have, but there's a lot of research and it's just kind of a bit self-evident that one of the bigger motivators is running away from what you don't want more than what running towards what you do want. You know, it's like, so if you're sad, if you're angry, if you're frustrated, like use that, like that's a form of shadow work. You know, we talked a lot about that. It's an integration of the shit that we're going through. You know, honestly, the story that I just told, what finally got me out of a bad position in my career, it wasn't the light that I was seeing ahead of me and the goals that I had. Honestly, I had no idea what the heck I was going to do at that time. But I knew that I was in a darkness that I did not want to be in anymore. Like I did not, I was waking up every morning just in a bad place, in a dark place. And I was like, that's the final thing that's like, I can't live this way anymore. I need to get out of this. So whatever your motivation is, use it as leverage. And that's the, I think that's one of the biggest things that we can do. If you're a coach listening to this, and that's been a huge help for me in communication that I've worked with with clients. And I think you can utilize it as well. And going into some of those dark spaces with people, I think is a really powerful thing. And I think it takes guts. It takes courage to have those conversations with people because it gets emotional. It gets dark. I think was still one of the biggest uh, changes that I did in talking to somebody who's interested in working with me is I ask him, what happens if you don't do anything? What happens if you stay exactly where you are? And it's a tough conversation. It's a tough question to ask because a lot of people will just like, they'll gloss over it a little bit and to ask it, no, no, no. Like what's really going to happen. And if you actually go into that, that's a nasty place to put somebody in, but it's a really powerful motivator. Okay. So again, I, you know, my goal of this too, is I never want to feel preachy and just like saying like, this is what you should do. These are lessons that I learned from amazing people that have gone through a lot of stuff, a lot of studying, a lot of practice, a lot of experience. Um, and they share these stories and these insights, you know, with me. And if I can help cultivate them and bring them out anymore, then that's what I'm hoping to do. And I've utilized these a lot in my life and they've made a big impact and they've really helped. So hopefully they will to you too. So I'll leave it on that. Thank you so much for listening guys. Thank you so much for all the support on the podcast and uh, yeah. Catch you guys in the next one. All right, peace.
Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you found some great value here. And if you like this episode, please drop a comment and leave us a five-star rating and review. It does more to build the show than you can imagine. And do not forget to check out and join the Strength Connection Facebook group. In this group, I share the biggest takeaways and lessons from these amazing conversations, as well as training and strength tips for pursuing mastery and fulfillment in life. It's, this group is filled with individuals looking to take full control over their strength, and it's the perfect space to explore new ideas and to share your journey. And you'll also get exclusive access to the Strength Connection Mastery Seminars. It's a deep dive into the physical, mental, and spiritual training that you can begin using immediately. So do not wait. Go now. Seriously, go. I right, much love to you. Thank you so much, and I'll catch you on the next one.